What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my partner in crime, brother from another mother, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What's up? Oh, it's been a busy little bee the last couple days. (laughs) You have been a busy little bee. You've been quite the shithead. (laughs) Yeah, and I still haven't even, like, other than you calling me a dick a couple times... I haven't even really got a reaction from you, you know, so I'm going to mention it real quick before. Yeah, yeah go ahead, plug that. Uh, shit. Before you, uh, before you go into yeah. how you feel about it, I created a GoFundMe page and a Kickstarter page, and before this will air, I will have an Indiegogo page. <laughs> yes, and I just have on there that this is the Get Josh Heard Abducted Fund. <laughs> And to make it more legitimate, I made it into that if we raise the money, we will build a documentary about people that have had positive experiences being abducted by UFOs. And then we will take that and do research and put it into practice to try to get you abducted. And I will honestly, I would go along with that. I would 100% go along with that. So, yeah, on on Kickstarter, it's. Get Josh Heard Abducted by Aliens documentary. God damn. And on um, <laughs> GoFundMe, which we've had somebody as of the airing of this donate. Yeah, thanks a lot for that, um, uh, Heather. Thank you so much. For it's that. Uh, Get Josh Heard Abducted by Aliens by Jason Koopsik. Um, <sighs> yeah, and there's different levels with different rewards on there, and one of them happens to be you get a T-shirt, an exclusive T-shirt that I'm only going to sell to really? pe- or give to people that uh, download what it'll have or not download that will donate fifty donate? bucks. And I know that's a lot for a T-shirt, but this is helping to make the documentary, and you get this exclusive T-shirt only to people that donate fifty dollars or more, and it'll have our logo on the front and on the back. It'll say I helped get josh abducted (laughs) that's great i have some uh i have some interesting ideas to run by you if you're if you're serious about making this documentary i i am absolutely serious i have that you and i should should chat a little bit about how to do this how to go about it uh because i have ideas you always know how to get a hold of me i do you're the mr rock star that's hard to get a hold of here's the problem like okay because i mean Yes, ultimately, you're, this is such a dick move on your part, but <laughs> in a really cool way, though. Um, so what happened was Thursday, um, <clears throat> excuse me, as we record this, it's Sunday night. So Thursday evening, uh, I had a friend fly in from Virginia and, uh, you know, my wife and I and my brother and the like the crew and the, basically the cast of a brush with evil in a brush with evil two um, were meeting with her and talking shop with her um, she's the executive producer um, along with my wife she's the executive producer of these film films I guess um, and so obviously you know she wanted to chat with us and all that stuff so i mean it was like it was a very it was thursday friday saturday and and she just left this morning at five five o'clock in the morning on sunday morning so i mean it was it was a long you know weekend 
but we were busy literally almost every hour of every day. So yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was a lot of fun though. It was a lot of fun. So that's why I, I didn't really get back to you and react in any way. It's, it's okay. No, it's really not because I'm going <laughs> to let your ass have it. Like, like after this is all said and done, it'll be so good. So how, how does it like the <clears throat> documentary aside? Yeah. Because this, the documentary is just going to be, you know, the filming of the process. How do you feel about going through the process of possibly trying to find a way to get abducted? That's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about possibly. Let me just, let me, I will go on record and I will say this because we've been talking about this so often now, you know, um, even tonight, you know, this being the news episode, we're going to talk and aliens always come up. You know, we've been talking about this for a very long time now. And I think it, it's time for me to just stop being a pussy. Stop being a chicken shit. And I'm going to actively now try for this shit. So let me tell you a quick little story. Thursday evening, as I said, the executive producer friend, she flies in and my wife and I go to Omaha, we meet, uh, and we just have dinner, and then we walk around uh, downtown Omaha, and we're just chatting, talking business and things like that, having a great fucking time, and it it, uh, gets time to say goodbye, and we go our separate ways, and on our way home that night, um, I was right outside of Glenwood, Iowa, right by this rest area. And I see something up in the sky. And I freak. I go, what the fuck was that? And then I was like, oh, it was absolutely, it was nothing. Whatever. Because it was there and it was gone. It was nothing. Maybe a mile down the road, I see it again. And this time, my wife sees it as well. She goes, oh, shit. She goes, what the hell is that? She goes, wait, look, there's two of them. One of them's on the ground. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so, like, we're driving closer and closer and closer to this thing and thank god the rest stop was right there so i could safely pull over hop out of the car and try to film what i'm seeing on my freaking phone and it's so dark and it's so blurry and there's like you can't see a damn thing really you can kind of see something but not really um it was weird like what i was seeing was really fucking weird I know for a fact it was way too large to be, like, camera drones, you know? Way too big for that. There was no noise associated with this whatsoever. And we were close. I mean, we were close. Within a football field's distance away. Close. They were definitely bigger, um, like I said, bigger than a regular drone. Bigger than uh, what I would consider to be, like, a military-sized drone. Like a surveillance drone, yeah, larger than that. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what to make of it. I do know it's pretty fucking weird, though. It was really, really weird. Well, it's gonna get weird. <laughs> Shit's gonna get real. Um, yeah. So go and check out those Kickstarters yeah. and GoFundMe pages. Share them. Get it out there. I really want to make that film and I'm well aware that I 
probably won't get Josh abducted, but it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun trying, and we're going <laughs> to show you the process of doing it. And if we you don't know. get him abducted, abducted, I already have it. Uh, some people interested in helping me just scare randomly the balls off of me, scare the shit out of you, and that will be the end of the documentary. That'll be great. <laughs> the aliens are coming. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Well, yeah, this is a serious thing. I know it looks like a joke. That's because I make fun of it. It's a serious thing that I want to do. So are you ready for the first story that I have for you? Actually, first, I do want to thank Big Rip. They were going to come and be on the show, but they completely forgot that it was Mother's Day. So they'll be on in a couple weeks. Anyways, I'm drinking Mr. Fancy Pants Pale Ale. Hell yeah. Right now. Uh, from Big Rip Brew Co. Go check them out. They're in North Kansas City. Tell them I sent you. Tell them the ectoplasm show sent you. And you tell know what them, I yeah. talked them into? They're like, tell them the I news. I mentioned this to you the other night. Tell them the news. Because I'm pretty um, stoked about this. It's about 90% sure, or set in, not set in stone, but about 90% positive we are going to have a beer named after the show up there. That's going to be so, amazing. I'm thinking like, because they're all, they're, all their beer names are like named after horror characters or parts in the movie, you know, after horror movies. Right. And, you know, even though Ghostbusters isn't that scary. No. Not really. Not really. It's still considered in that genre. Sure. So it's either going to be Ectoplasm IPA or it could be Slimer's Ectoplasm IPA, something like that, something named after our show. And it's going to be an IPA because that's my favorite beer. That'll be good stuff. They already have an idea. Like, it's not going to be green, but they have a green, right. a special green hops that he's been wanting to work with. And he's like, that sounds great. So I'm pretty stoked about having a beer named after the show. <laughs> it's pretty outstanding. Oh my gosh. So, um, NASA, are you ready for this shit? Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> Excuse me. After centuries of denial, NASA's chief scientist, Ellen Stofan, revealed in a statement that totally shocked alien conspiracy theorists. She says, and I quote, I think we're going to have strong indications of life beyond Earth within a decade. I think we're going to have definite or definitive evidence within 20 to 30 years. We have talked about that before. ET conspiracy theorists believe NASA could disclose the information within this year. Now, Stofan then further states that within our lifetime, we will, quote, understand that there is life on other bodies in the solar system. So what it sounds like solar system in the solar system. So it certainly sounds like uh, they're already fairly confident here. So I, I don't know. I, it, it, it sounds like we're building and building and building up towards what we would consider disclosure, I guess. Now, I think that, though, that announcement, if it happens in the next decade, of life in our solar system, yeah, ufologists and... Paranormal people are going to be um, dissatisfied because I think it's so just going to be some little microbe living on another planet Very in our solar system. Very possibly. Which is awesome, but, but like, it's not 
what these people that is even the people that wrote that story right. are trying to make it sound like yeah, they they're obviously trying to amp it up a little bit but i mean like and even it sound like there's going to be yes aliens little green men on a planet right around us right so now like but who knows Dr. there could uh, be but i'm Dr. guessing it's going to be the little life form that would totally agree but like dr edgar mitchell uh the apollo 14 mission astronaut um he, here's a quote from him, okay? And I, I'm sure I've read this quote before, too. But he says, It's been well covered up by all of our governments for the last 60 or so years. It's, but slowly, it's leaked out. Some of us have been privileged to have been briefed on some of it. He says, I've been in military and intelligence circles. Who knows that beneath... Or who know, excuse me, that beneath the surface of what has been public knowledge. Yes, we have been visited. Reading the papers recently, it's been happening quite a bit. Now, I know for a fact I've read that. But um, it, it's just, it's crazy to me. I think that... Why is it, it crazy? Because I think it is like what you say. I think that it's going to be some small microbial form of whatever of just no, shit yeah. that we find that we find and they're like hey guess what yes life is able to exist right here you know um but there's another possibility i don't know if they'd ever come out with it unless they had to what would that um mean? you know I, I do think it it could be possible that there's an actual race of intelligent beings on a planet in our solar system because I have to believe that's possible because I, I think talk it's about possible. that kind of stuff all the time. Now, I could see it a little more probable that there's a race of beings on a planet in our solar system using it as sort of like a base. Sure. And they don't necessarily come from that planet. I think that would be more probable than an actual alien race living on another planet in our solar system. Yeah. But then I do think that... I. I wouldn't be surprised, absolutely not surprised, if they say that there's microbial or small life forms on some planet out there in our solar system. I don't know, man. But I don't... I don't don't know. I don't... It's not that I don't necessarily think that there is aliens living on another planet. I, I... I think that when NASA talks about it, and I think that when the government talks about it, they're talking about, and I think that they would only release it if it's non-threatening life to Bingo. our planet. Bingo. If it was threatening in any way or intelligent in any way, I don't think they would tell us. Hell no. Like, so there's these, uh, there's these, uh, reptilian looking son bitches and all they really want to do is just blow the shit out of us. Like, that's not gonna help people sleep at night at all. Well, yeah, even, even that or if let's say they're here to help us and they they want to give us even that's um, going to freak people out though well no but it's, yeah that's that's true but that wasn't the point i was going for right if unless they circumvent our government or if there's like a new world order type group out there let's say circumvent that and like talk to the masses on the planet these aliens i could see how upper crust that possibly is hiding their existence could just be keeping all those secrets for themselves if they have a contact with an alien race that's trying to help us sure 
they don't want to share that knowledge because it makes them more money. It's so fucking weird. It's so just I think so that weird. The aliens, and I think one that the, I think that if we were to ever get quote unquote disclosure, sure. it would have to be something that one they couldn't cover up, or two exactly. the aliens let everybody know themselves. And I think honestly, that is how it would go down. I think that is exactly how it would go down. Governments and officials be damned. They're just going to talk to everybody right now, right here, right now. Just boom. Um, I would think they would just say, fuck your government. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Well, no, they're going to be like, we're going to talk to everybody as equals. You of the planet. Well, that not well, maybe not their equals, but the aliens view of the planet would be of the planet, not of the government of the United States or of India or whatever. No, what I'm saying unless is they're going to talk like, about... Unless they go to like the UN or there's somebody controlling everything or a group of people controlling every government on the planet, they're not going to look at our planet and say, we're just going to talk to these guys and not these guys. No, that's what I'm they're saying, gonna man. They're going to the talk to... Literally, down. exactly. They're going to talk to the entire planet as, like I just said, not as equals, not us being as equals with them. I'm saying us okay. just being equals as a human populace. Yeah. That's it. Um... I don't know, man. I don't know. It's so fucking... Ugh. Except us inbred Midwest folks. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you fuckers can just go <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> oh, God damn. So, did you hear about this story? Doctors baffled by boys paralyzed as soon as the sun sets. What? Now this um, that title's a little bit misleading because it's not one hundred percent. Well, it's, okay. it's true, but it's the, the last line of the story is. However, doctors think the sunlight has nothing to do with the bo- brother's ailment. They move around fine during the day, even if they're in a dark room. So it's light. But the way they worded the, the headline, it, it's when the sun sets, just for the effect. But whenever <laughs> they're in light, uh, any kind of light, they're, they're fine. Paral- Oh, they're paralyzed. I see. Yeah, this comes from carbonated.tv. It says, The mystery of brothers who become paralyzed as the sun goes down every night remains unresolved, intriguing all around them, including doctors. Doctors in Pakistan are mystified by the case of two brothers who have come to be known as the Solar Kids. Each night, two brothers in Pakistan, Abdul Rashid 9 and his brother Shayob Ahmed 13, suddenly become become unable to talk, move, eat, or drink as soon as the sun goes down. They collapse into a vegetative state completely paralyzed. Uh, Huh? It's just weird. Yeah. Javed Akram a professor of medicine at the Pakistan Institute of Medical Sciences says he has no idea what causes the symptoms. No shit. <laughs> Quote, we took this case as a challenge. Our doctors are doing medical tests to determine why these kids remain active in the day but cannot open their eyes, why they cannot talk or eat when the sun goes down. So- the father, uh, Muhammad Hashim, comes from a village near... 
Quetta. I don't know where that's at. He and his wife are first cousins. Oh, fuck me! (laughs) And two of their six children died at the early and early age. (sighs) Their other two children have not displayed any unusual symptoms. His simple explanation is: I think my sons get energy from the sun. (laughs) And then, however, I bet his parents. I bet his parents were cousins too. I think However, doctors don't think sunlight has anything to do with the brothers' ailments. Fuck. They move around fine during the day if they are in a dark room. Well, wait a minute. So, so what they're it saying is when the sun goes it's down. when the sun goes down. That. So it's basically the absence of sunlight, or basically it's it's time. Then it's I wonder. If, well, it's either that or I wonder if they or um, positioning of the sun. I guess if they're in a dark room, it doesn't have anything to do with the light. <laughs> like, I could just imagine. They're like, we got about 10 minutes, kids. Let's get ready for bed, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, what are they going to do when they're older? They're not going to be able to, like, they're going to be driving. Their car breaks down. Hey, man, you want to uh, take a, a road trip? Tire, they're gonna... I can't. I can't. We can't still have it. 30 minutes, but it took me 20 minutes to get that flat tower. Now I can't get home, and they're just going to, like, pass out behind the wheel. Just become like catatonic on the side of the road. <laughs> just I mean, I've never heard anything like this. I don't necessarily think it's paranormal. And maybe the kids are acting out, but I think they'd be able to tell brainwave wise and all this other stuff. They would be able to tell if the kids were fucking around. They'd be able to tell, um, unless they're really good at it. Well, I would be like, I mean, I don't if, know. They're doing all this. I wouldn't necessarily hurt the kids, but I'd be like poking and prodding and (laughs) trying to tickle the kid and and doing whatever to try to get him to react. Right. I'd be telling like really. Which I'm sure they've done all that. Like, I'm sure they probably have. That's fucking nuts. We're going to have to keep up on that story because I'm interested. I'm interested. One of them's 13 years old. Just have a woman go in and try to flash him and see if he wakes up. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. Those hormor- hor- hormones kicking in, and maybe he'll be cured. See, the kid is—he's still catatonic, yet he has an erection. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we don't understand why he's laying just dead still, but yet he, yeah. <laughs> the kid just went from six o'clock to midnight. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's the only thing that's moving. That's it. I wonder how. I wonder a lot I wonder. right now. I have a lot of questions. Like one would be, what was the purpose of the article saying that his parents were cousins? Did that have well, because any, there's anything there's to do possible with possible birth defects? Fuck yes, there is. Fuck yeah, there is. There's a lot of problems that could come up there. But still, this isn't obviously this isn't a known birth defect. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, it could be. But shit. Well, I don't think it's a known one. Well, not a known one. Or they would know what it is, but. <sighs> Poor guy. Kids. But in the Poor pictures, kids. I thought they were brothers because they looked. You said they were brothers. Really close to the same. No, I meant I meant twins. Uh, because I see. they look close to the same, but. Parents, um, just, parents just got after it. That's Sorry, I, I was reading a comment on Facebook. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. From Milena on the Kickstarter 
says, as I scrolled through my news feed, I had to do a shocked double take as this pics could have been a obit pics. Yeah. Josh heard. <laughs> oh. Somebody thought you might have died. Where was that picture taken? It was just when I stole from your Facebook page. Yeah, that was actually, that picture was taken uh, in Virginia City, Nevada, as I was getting ready uh, I was getting ready to do a lecture, actually, and I was outside smoking. Imagine that. Uh, yeah. I just wanted like a like a little like almost like clean cut little nerdy picture of you smiling, grinning like you're getting probed, <laughs> like, like weird <laughs> butt stuffs going on. <laughs> Great. Anyways, yeah, I thought they were twins, but they're four years apart. They're four they years the same apart age in the pictures. Well, one's nine and one's thirteen. They look the same age in the picture. Shit. Of course, they're just passed out in the picture. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's just something. It's it's not like narcolepsy. I mean, it is like it kind of but is, just, but it's not narcolepsy. They're just sleeping. They can right. be woken up. Yeah, they can they can easily snap out of it. Uh, I don't it's know. Really Maybe cool. This is the start of the takeover or something. Fuck me, it could be. Bring it on. Maybe I'll get some fucking sleep. Sounds tired. So, um... <laughs> this is great. Um, cigar-shaped UFO. Spotted. Deep inside Amazon Rainforest. On Google Earth. So here's another Google Earth UFO site. Looks like it's on the ground, or is oh it yeah, it's like all up in the trees, and it's cigar shaped. So let's see. With the help of Google Earth, a vigilant UFO hunter has unveiled the location of a bizarre object that's strongly resembling a cigar shaped craft hidden in a remote place within the Amazon forest, Brazil has always been the center of attention for UFOs, luxurious rainforests, as well as the wide opening to the Atlantic Ocean, is what makes this country an ideal place for otherworldly visitors that plan to set up camp and investigate unaware humans. So that's where them fuckers are hiding. Anyway, although their advanced technology helps them to move undetected for most of the time, there are some rare cases when they get exposed. I love how people that write these articles think that they fucking know. Well, they're just so presumptuous. This is my point. The it's actions like you of have the, no this is kind of what we talked about clue. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So a UFO hunter recently come across what he presumes to be a military or alien craft stationed in the dense forest of Rodania, a state in northwestern Brazil. He forwarded the find to YouTube channel of Secure Team 10 so that the rest of the UFO community could enjoy his catch. And I'm looking... Okay, I'm looking at the picture right now. And this could be anything. Yeah. UFO analysts proposed different possibilities uh, because of the massive deforestation seen in the satellite imagery. The four orbs could be, in fact, structures belonging to the illegal loggers that frequent the area, or even cocaine processing plants, which I would does it honestly, have a photo? There? It does have a photo. I'm going to be posting. The, uh, I'm going to post a photo. Is it cigar shaped or is it just like cylindrical? 
It is cigar shaped. However, let me just say this, okay? Yes, it it would be like it would be cigar shaped. However, it's in the trees. Okay? So imagine trees and dense tree cover and then put a cigar shaped thing right in the goddamn middle of it. So if so it I could be anything. Yeah, if I was peddling crack or if I was making crack or whatever, that'd probably be the perfect place for it. It makes me think of uh, Jimmy Dunn. We haven't heard from him in a while. Jimmy Dunn, you still out there? Shape. Come on, Jimmy Dunn, Jensen, Mr. James. He better, yeah. He's going to reach out. We, he we better need to get a out. call from them again because um, I haven't heard from him in a while. Hopefully he's okay. I hope so, too. Especially because he had yeah. some weird, he had some weird shit going down. Yeah. Tell but yeah, me. as far as the story, yeah, it, it. I mean, Google Earth, especially, could be anything, dude. Um, Google there's Earth. There's no way to tell. Oh, God. Unless you physically go there. Yeah. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. He was probably skimming around looking for those topless tribes down there. <laughs> trying to find them and then came across that and was like, oh. You gotta love it. Something long and hard. <laughs> Something long and hard. Cripes. So, uh, are you afraid of zombies? Not really. I'm alright. No? I'm okay with zombies. So... The real, not real, but the. Like is somebody I don't even fucking know if is, I could call it a definition of a zombie. Um, oh, but okay. most of the time, zombies, they either are controlled by somebody else. Sure. Or they're like brain dead, just walking around. Right. Because um, there's some people that say that zombies are a real thing now and they could be created by a spell, like a voodoo spell. They've witnessed some of this, but they're usually controlled by the person making this spell. Anyways, this comes from the Telegraph of the UK. Dead could be brought back to life in groundbreaking project. What the fuck would be the point? (laughs) So you could bring back somebody who had just died. Yeah, but would they have a soul? A groundbreaking trial to see if it is possible to regenerate the brains of dead people has won approval from health watchdogs. Jeebus. A biotech company in the U.S. has been granted ethical permission to recruit 20 patients who have been declared clinically dead from a traumatic brain injury to test whether parts of their central nervous system can be brought back to life. Right. Scientists will use a combination of therapies, which include injecting the brain with stem cells and a cocktail of peptides, as well as deploying lasers and nerve stimulation techniques, which have been shown to bring patients out of comas. (sighs) The The trial participants will have been certified dead and only kept alive through life support. So, right. I mean, they're dead, but they have life support on them. Well, basically, what it is is, yeah, they're, so they're dead. However, they have 
these machines that are breathing for them and, you know, keeping certain functions alive. There is an okay. owl outside of my window right now. Is it looking at you? No. It's hooting. Oh, you, can you see it? No, I cannot see it. I could just hear it. I could hear the well, hooting. Well, I haven't seen that movie, but what is their I role know. with the fourth kind? The fourth kind. Like, everybody and their dog is seeing fucking owls, but they're not really seeing owls, necessarily. They're seeing aliens. Oh, yep. well. That's what's up. That's there. Maybe so, anyways, you guys can fucking hear this, is, this. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> They will be monitored for several months using brain imaging equipment to look for signs of regeneration, particularly in the upper spinal cord, the lowest regions of the brain stem, which controls the independent breathing and heartbeat. Sign me up. The team... <laughs> so you have to have a traumatic brain injury first. Hit me on the head and sign me up. <laughs> The team believes that the brainstem cells may be able to erase their history and restart life again based on their surrounding tissue, a process seen in the animal kingdom in creatures like salamanders that can regrow entire limbs. Dr. Ira Pastor, the CEO of BioQuark Incorporated, said... This represents the first trial of its kind and another step towards the eventual reversal of death in our lifetime. Sounds more like bioquack to me. Yeah. I think. I don't I don't see this flying. I don't I don't see it working. I don't see this happening. To undertake such a complex initiative, we are combining biologic regenerative medicine tools with other existing medical devices typically used for stimulation of the central nervous system in patients with other severe disorders of consciousness. We hope to see results within the first two to three months. Sure. Now, it's called the Reanima Project. Now, that just sounds like something from, like, a horror game, and you're going in and killing off the zombies of the Reanima Project. Dude, we should write a book. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Okay, the Reanima Project has just received approval in India, and the team plans to start recruiting, wow. recruiting patients immediately. So there's one here in the U.S. and one here in India. The first stage, named First in Human Neuroregeneration and Neuroreanimation, will be a non-randomized single group proof of concept and will take place in Anapalm Hospital and someplace in India. So wow. at least they'll be on the other side of the planet. Right. <laughs> when the zombies break free. Yeah, so it says, Dr. Pastor says, and that would be like the perfect like bad guy in the game too because he's like the evil genius. He's got a religious name, but he's a biotech like big pharma guy shit is <laughs> a long term vision of ours that a full recovery in such patients is possible although that is not the focus of our first study study but it is a bridge to that eventually I don't know man do you see this working do you see it 
working. I think that at some point we'll don't be able it. to conquer. I'm like, don't say. I think it's possible. <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> I think we're moving closer and closer to a definite life extension. No, I would. Totally I mean, agree as with long that. as I think, as long as the first step, as long as there's no physical damage, I can see them restarting certain things. Right. But so I, I don't know if they like. Obviously, this article has you know they don't mention zombie in it or any of that, but it was showed up in the paranormal news because it's reanimating the dead. Exactly. Um, or the recently confirmed dead. It's not like they're digging up graves and trying to restart their brains. But who knows? Maybe at some point in the future, that could be where this is leading. Maybe they can like do a Frankenstein monster with things with people that have like other parts of them that are you know bashed in or or whatever they can just take parts from another person huh yeah i guess maybe and then if nobody dies we'll just be hunting the same old ghosts for hundreds of years because everybody's gonna be alive that's gonna be boring as shit we're never gonna have any new spirits show up (laughs) that's bad for business Right there. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Oh, 913-730-7255. You guys need to reach out to us. Text us. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Whatever. Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. At Ectoplasmshow on Instagram and Twitter. The Ectoplasm Show on Facebook. And Ectoplasmshow.com. So. Yeah. You signing off? Fuck No. No, no, I'm not signing off. I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, we didn't sign. Uh, no, we're we not signing. No, I got I got stuff to say. I got stuff. You have any more news stories? I uh, I don't have any news stories that I found online. I have one more, and uh, I'll it, go ahead and go to it. Yeah, is it the end of the world? Yes, it is. Yay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Apocalypse fears as planet Mercury's rare transit linked to biblical destruction. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I was taking a drink. <clears throat> Get into this shit. Mercury's rare transit across the sun has been linked to an apocryphal... Apo- per- sorry. Nice. Apocryph... You interrupted me. Apocalyptic? <laughs> Apocalyptic prophecy sensational reports have claimed crackpot theorists believe tomorrow's <laughs> rare alignment could spell the end of the world now I don't know yeah, I think this story was from a couple days ago on the 6th okay today's date. today as we record it's the 8th yeah yeah mother's they day they claim the precise positioning of planets amid renowned star constellations could mean the end is nigh Mercury will align with Earth on May 9th, my daughter's birthday, which is tomorrow, turning 13, so yeah, it'll be the end of the world. Perfect. (laughs) As it passes the sun in a rare phenomena that occurs about every 10 years. Shit. The conspiracy theorists will be watching with bated breath during the seven-hour transit because it appears to point to a specific biblical passage that signals the end of the world. Now, if it happens every 10 years, I wonder... Yeah, exactly. Let's get, in, 
Because I read most of this article, but I don't remember them saying what makes it different. Okay. Anyways. Probably nothing. The Prophetico <laughs> claimed that the moon is in a crescent or sickle state to the viewers from Earth on May 9th. This is because it's just three days after a new cycle begins. The number three is important here according to symbol- symbolism related to sex sins in the Bible. Jesus huh. knows. <laughs> if watching from Jerusalem, the birthplace of, birthplace of Christianity, then the positioning of the crescent moon in alignment with the Orion constellation turns Orion's club into a mace. A narrator on a YouTube channel, The Prophetico, huh. says, he adds, the moon itself has been turned into a sickle, so literally turning Orion's club into a mace as it strikes the lion's whelp along the cheek during the transit of Mercury. When we take a look at this, take note that Orion is the sign of the smite per Micah chapter 5. In Micah chapters 3 and 5, Micah asks God to take down the leaders who have corrupted the people and lied to them. In the Testament, Micah calls for destruction and God's reign to be established. The website summarized, Judah will have to suffer in exile, although with the understanding that God will eventually thrash their enemies. But that's not all. On analysis of the solar system positioning during the transit, it appears all but one will form another crescent. The odd one out is Jupiter, and according to the Prophetico, this is extremely prophetic-looking. Wow. Jupiter will actually be sitting in the Leo constellation, which is biblical symbolism translates to the Lion of Judah, they claim. The transit should take around 7 hours between 11 a.m. and 6 p.m., which is plenty of time to leash, unleash living hell on Earth. And that's all the article <laughs> said. But they did have pictures included in there. Wow. And our... <clears throat> Excuse me. So they're they're putting all of this together and yeah. they're tying it into the symbol, symbolism in the Bible that says this is coming. So the fact that the moon is in a sickle right. and they actually showed the, the alignment of the planets. Our planets, except for Jupiter, will all be in a sickle shape. Fuck me. Which rarely happens. And then they say that because Jupiter's out, even though Jupiter's out, it's in a certain position in the sky that also has to do with this prophecy. Huh. So, yeah. So, while Mercury is in transition, and if if people don't know what transition is, it means from our viewpoint, it's going across the sun because obviously it always follows the same path. But from our viewpoint, it's transiting the the sun, going across the face of it. Right. All hell is supposed to break loose, and it'll be the end of the world uh, tomorrow on my bo- on my daughter's birthday. Happy birthday! And before you'll ever get to hear this story, so happy birthday! So yeah, if you hear us on Tuesday or anytime after that, you made it. Yep. <laughs> Congratulations! Oh my god! Interesting. Fucking interesting. Yeah, I huh. mean, there's not a whole lot to say about it other than this will just see. I, I don't guess we just really see. see it's happening because we get these all the time. I mean, yeah. there's a reason I'm able to pull an apocalyptic story every week. I really enjoy them, though. 
I do enjoy them. Yeah, it's fun. But, like you said, you know, this happens every 10 years with this specific thing. Happens every 10 years. Well, the, the now, Mercury goes across the planet, or the right. see Mercury go transit the sun every 10 years. Right. But everything else, the alignment of the planets and the, the moon phase at that moment is not the same every 10 years. But people freak out all the time about just stupid shit. And what's worse yet is they bring like religion into the mix. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. believers beware. Better start repenting now. I just, uh, I don't know. It's crazy as shit. Yeah, so, um, yeah, maybe we'll all, you know, burn tomorrow. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be all of us, right? Because if it's no. an apocalyptic story, a good portion of, of us will be saved. And some people, that doesn't so. mean we won't be having a hell of a hard time. <laughs> That's a good point. Holy hell. Interesting. So, um, I've got news. Yeah? Yeah, I've got news. I can finally I can finally talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. All right, let's talk about it. So, I've been running now the tours and all that shit over at Malvern Manor since um, roughly like September or October of last year. You know, so not, not a year, not even a full year. Um, but... The owner of the house, and I've mentioned this before, the owner of the house, Quincy, he wants to sell the son of a bitch. And he wanted to sell the house and basically just get out of it, you know, get out from under it um, and shit like that. So, and I don't necessarily blame the dude either. I mean, he's not as interested in the paranormal as like you and I are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he wanted to sell it. Now, he also said to me, um, if it's possible, you know, I because I kind of just talked to him a little bit. I'm like, hey, let's let's talk to some people first and see if they're interested in buying Malvern Manor in order to keep it doing what it's doing. So I, I kind of set out on the hunt for people that would be interested in buying a 10,000 square foot fucking monstrosity of a house that's insanely haunted. But in all honesty, it's a great place, but there's not much else you can do with it without massive repairs. Well, and to be quite honest with you, I'm pretty sure the the people of Malvern, which they're good people in the town. They really are. Um, But I I think they would rather just see that house completely demolished and turned into a fucking parking lot. That's just my thoughts. Yeah. Um, It's not necessarily serving a purpose, but... When all of these groups come in, you know, sometimes during the week, um, whatever, two, three days a week, basically, as it sits right now, two or three days in a week, that place has an overnight guest or 10 or 15 or whatever. Those people go to the restaurants in town and they go, you know, and they, they are supporting local business. Yeah. So I think they should, but I don't, I don't know if they necessarily see that, you know, the local economy. You know, but well, maybe a, you know. Sure, I'm sure the restaurants. Now the restaurants, that, I will say the this: people that live yeah. there don't necessarily. Right now, the restaurants, I will say this: they are very supportive in what we're doing. 
very supportive. So anyway, long story long, um, we found some people to purchase Malvern Manor, and it is still in the works. It's going on literally as we speak, uh, but in the next like two weeks, this will be absolutely finalized, and I will be part owner. Really? You're getting part ownership? I am getting part ownership in Malvern Manor. So Awesome. I'm very, very excited about that. Um, Yeah. And there's, you know, going to be some changes. uh, Nothing major or anything of that nature. You know, just um, things done structurally to kind of just toughen it up a little bit <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean um, I, I think you know everything that's in that building everything that's there we've left it as we found it you know we haven't moved anything around necessarily um, because I think it adds to the integrity of the place you know we we literally just left it as we found it and I don't know it, to me that just adds a lot to a place it's almost as if no, they, you, you know what I mean? It's just, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So that's the news that I have not been able to share for a very long time. I, I, uh, the first thing I would do is hide those or get rid of those or take them home. The, the uh, airsoft guns. <laughs> they have already been, they have already been properly disposed of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have. <laughs> There was yeah, a group. I, I there was a fucking group. That one night there. Oh my god! There was a group. They're, they've done this to me twice now. This group or whatever they came in, and it's the same group that did it. They came in and they start, you know, quote unquote, investigating. We do the tour, all that shit, and uh, they find the guns and they just start shooting the shit out of these guns. So. Airsoft pellets everywhere. I'm left picking them up, basically, is what it boils down to. Now, the last time that they were there, there's a gigantic bucket full of these airsoft pellets. They just tipped it over and dumped it all over the floor. Oh, wow. Oh, fuck. That took forever to clean up. That took forever. Did you, like, sweep them up? Because obviously you couldn't really do the the, the, them. It was on the carpet. And so I basically was scooping them up with my hands. And then I had my daughter on her hands and knees grabbing them and putting them in the bucket as well. So we were just like, you know, scooping them and dumping them. It was a horrible time. But (laughs) it sucked, man. It's absolutely terrible. So anyway, but that's the news. Like I'm, you know, I'm excited about it to be going into business. I'm excited about it too, even though I'm not part of the business plan, or not ownership level, but right. or even like tour guide level, I still run the website, and I'm excited that it's sticking around. Yeah, I, I am very excited. I'll be up excited. there this weekend, being a part of the documentary exactly. they're shooting there. My daughter's actually going to be a part of the documentary as well. I, uh, I saw that. I'm pretty excited. She is insanely stoked. And I... Uh, I tell you, I might have an EVP here in the next week or so to be playing. I heard it. Huh? No, 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 no. Nobody has heard this one. Nobody's heard this EVP yet. This The EVP that I 
or is this me, one Utah? We no? just captured it that same day as the other as as the other ones. As the one Kurt sent me on Facebook yep. in Messenger. Yep. We uh we got another one and that was before they showed up that night. Um pretty crazy shit. No lie, because we just basically took the recorder, set it inside of a closet, and we left. And we just left. Let it go for about 45 minutes, and then came back to it. Interesting stuff, needless to say. So, the place rarely disappoints, I will say that. It's pretty, pretty outstanding. So, now, do you have anything else for us, my friend? I have a shout out tonight. I love to shout outs. Mysterious Boom Podcast. Yeah. Now these people um that's who won the camera actually. Hell yeah. Huke or Hook. Yeah. I think it's Huke. I need him to like cuz they said it once on the podcast that I listened to him. But yeah. I couldn't really hear it very well. They don't introduce themselves. Oh, okay, okay. On the show. Anyways, uh it's his podcast and you should check it out. I've only listened to one episode so far, and I liked it, so I'm going to start listening to more of them. So check out Mysterious Boom podcast on iTunes and and everywhere else. So, Fuck yes. Uh, go buy a bumper sticker, ectoplasm bumper sticker. Ectoplasm. I have to send another one out to Iowa tomorrow. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. Who got one? Uh, I'm not going to say their name on there. Oh, I would. Give us their address, too. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, check out the Nick Redfern events on com. That is going to be so much fun. Yeah. <sighs> you can still get tickets. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I will be getting, before this show airs, I will be getting all the links to our GoFundMe and Kickstarter and everywhere else page to try to get Josh Hurd abducted. You know, God. You need to get on there and share it with all your people. Yeah. It's been getting, like, the GoFundMe page, I'm surprised. <laughs> uh, we haven't gotten a lot of donations yet. We just got the one, but it's been getting shared a lot. So hopefully. That is so crazy. It's crazy to me. I'm going to make a little video of me explaining what I want to do and put it on YouTube and put it up on there as well so people will get more of a sense of yeah if I'm explaining it to them and they can listen to me explain it. So Fucking go check that out. Donate. Thing. And we have different levels. For five grand, I know that's a lot, but for five grand, I promise to try just as hard to get you abducted along with Josh. <laughs> We could hold hands and, and skip get all towards the, other the UFOs too. You know, honestly, I've got some really cool ideas for this, and I'm being dead serious. By the way, I am being dead yeah. serious about this. If if this project can happen, if it actually happens, like I will go in headfirst and full bore. I'm envisioning some sort of suit. No, I am going to have to wear. I'm envisioning all sorts of fun shit. Like I think yeah. we need to take maybe probably a few different trips while filming this. And well, yeah, in, I, we I need to go to the hotspots. We need to go to the hotspots. 
Yeah, we need to go to some of the hotspots. We need to go to places where people have claimed yes. to be abducted before. And yeah, we need to do exactly um, what they were like doing. That. And all of it will be filmed and put into a documentary. I'm going to film the shit out of it. We, I, oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're excited about it, Josh. I will absolutely hop on board with this. Because I'm all it started about. Started out as a little joke, and it's just building and building. It and building did start now. as a joke. That's what's hilarious to me. And then I saw it come across my Facebook feed or whatever, and I was like, "The fuck? Like, what is this?" I'm like, "That crazy motherfucker did it." I'm like, "He's taking the joke this far," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "He's being dead serious." <laughs> oh, it it'll be interesting though. That's for sure. That is for sure. I don't know, man. What do you think? You think it's, it's uh, going to be a lot of fun? I think so too. I think so too. Reach Hopefully out we to get us. The funds to do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Reach out to us. Let us know what you guys think. Nine one three seven three zero seven two five five. Ectoplasm Show at Gmail dot com. At Ectoplasm Show on Instagram and Twitter. Ectoplasm Show on Facebook and Ectoplasm Show dot com. Hell, I'd like to, to thank the, uh, Big Rip for providing beer for the show. I'm trying yeah, yeah. to find a way to ship it up to you, but it's so damn heavy that it costs money, and I think it's yeah. actually illegal. It probably, <laughs> it probably is illegal. I tell you what, though, if there's any, if there's any left this weekend, just bring it up this weekend. You know what I mean? I should have some because you're coming up anyway. So, and I would totally understand if there's not any left because. It's damn good beer, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I had two of the big bottles that yeah. I, um, you know, that I brought up there with me last time. Absolutely, I got two of them yesterday. Did you? And um, I'm almost done with one of them tonight. <laughs> and I didn't. And I only drink them during the show. See, what I should so do I've, is I should just like I, PayPal you some money or something, and just send you to Big Rip, and you just bring me the beer this coming weekend. Then that's what I should do. And be like, I just go buy me some. Just go buy me some beer. I think we should do that. Yeah. I think we should make this happen. Perfect. We do that. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, um, it's not, I'm working on it still. It's two weeks from two days ago. Uh, my birthday is the 20th, so you, I'm thinking you. about possibly having a party at Big Rip for my birthday. Oh, that'll be cool. That'll be freaking sweet. On the 20th? Yeah, you should come down. I'm looking. It's a Friday. It is a Friday. That's why I'm looking right now. Just a second. Let me get my shit together here. You're probably busy. Um, the only thing I have on the 20th it says on my calendar is Jason Koopsik's birthday. Now, wait, because I have three calendars, so let me just keep looking. What about on Saturday? Is there something you have to do in the morning on Saturday? Is there? Do I have something on the no, morning on Saturday? I don't know. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. I'm like, what do you know that I don't know? No, Saturday looks free. Saturday, I look okay. I look okay on Saturday. I'll let you know. I think I think this could happen. I'm pretty fucking excited about this. Are you there? Did I lose you? Yes. yes. No, I'm here. Okay. Right. I was letting you look through your calendar. Yeah, I know. It's a there bitch. are three calendars. It's a little fucking is there stupid. An, is there... Um, Somebody gonna be able to let somebody in Malvern if they have an investigation. There is nobody that will be at Malvern that night, as of right now. So if you wanna, I don't know. There's nobody there. 
Um, yeah, so plan on coming down. I will do this. Go. That's a big rip. And I love how we make plans. I love how we make plans on the show. And let everybody out there. And we're inviting everybody to come party with us. Come party with us. Yeah, have a beer with us. Smack Jason on the ass. Something. We'll figure it out. Right? Yep. Make it happen. Rate and review us on iTunes. How'd you like that? How'd you like that? It's become a game oh, now. It's become right. a fucking game. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, seriously, though, guys. Uh, hope you're having a good week so far. I know it's only Tuesday. Keep trucking. Trucking through the week. Friday is Friday's coming. It's on the horizon. So Yes, and we're going to be doing a sh- We're releasing a show about paranormal stuff associated with the White House. So yes. hauntings, we can find any UFOs. If we can All find sorts out that Bigfoot was there, we'll bring it to you on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very excited for the show, too. It'll be great. I know that most of those politicians are pretty paranormal in their own right. but That's the truth. Uh, we'll be talking paranormal and traditional things. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, you guys have a great rest of your week. We will see you on Friday morning. Peace out.